You're listening to the Fear in the Southwest podcast. Interesting topics, and not necessarily for the Southwest, but we're just going to talk some spooky stuff. We're going to start off today with black-eyed children. If you've ever heard the urban legend, uh, imagine you're home alone, and late at night you get a couple of knocks at the door. You look, you look through the people, and there are a couple of. Uh, children, unassuming children, but you get a, a sort of a bad sense from them. Yeah, that's more yeah. important, bad sense. Yeah, your instincts tell you to go far away or uh, go run and hide, but they're just two children. You open the door and you can see that they have no, no iris, no white of their eye. They... It's completely blacked out. Solid black eye. Usually both are children, a boy and a girl, or a, a boy and a slightly older boy. But uh, you tell them you can't help. You close the door, and they start to slam on the doors and the windows. They say they get more in. aggressive if you deny their initial mm-hmm. request. And yeah. part of the, the scenario for them is you, they have to be invited in. Yeah. So don't let it straight, in. Straight, straight, yeah, yeah, something. They're, they're mentioned in the same sentence as as demons, as aliens, as many different things. But that is the one, that is the one thing that's uniform in the story other than their description. And that's don't let them in or else. Or so. else. And then, so, they describe... This also works like they do it on car doors when you're trying to leave somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, not just your house, but you, you, you know, leaving a store. And then I've heard, I've heard a, a, a boy's recounting after his mom left him in, in the car outside uh, her work, and some kids tried to get uh, get him to let them in. He described the same thing. The mom at the work and her boss the next day ended up having them knocking on her. Her, the the front glass door of the business like the business office trying to be let into a, a business that's closing down let's talk about the scenarios if you made the mistake of letting them in oh, some people talk about uh, a curse lingering or uh, the people inside or involved become deathly ill People have talked about their presence causing aneurysms. People hemorrhage blood from their ears and nose. All these cases are pretty hard to substantiate. It's just there's such a startling number of the same descriptions. Yeah, urban legend. Yeah. Can we verify any real valuable proof? Oh, there's there's some. There's some. There's some reason to believe that uh, you can sort of I don't know um, draw them in on yourself I did see that one guy that was investigating lived in the middle of nowhere and like was playing this weird like music that supposedly attracted them and supposedly there was a clip creepy clip or like it shows like the black eyed child or standing at his door I've heard this, and I've heard of people refusing to let them in only to see them around the neighborhood and to see them trying to do the same with their neighbors. Oh, that's creepy. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like like vampire lore, wouldn't you say? Yeah, you could see like a vampire lore with that. Yeah, yeah. Lingering around. Other people say that they're... uh, 
they're almost psychic beings. Psychic beings? Like, like how, what do you mean? They're projections of what they look like. That's the projection. Uh, some say that they're like aliens and that's what they're choosing to look like. They get cl- too close, they cross your threshold. You deal with radiation and other things. But yeah, it does remind me of a bunch of old vampire lore. Some creepy stuff. Um, yeah. Gosh, I don't know what I would do. Um, everyone, everyone in the stories is always uh, terrified by them. Say, well, it doesn't sound like you'd be excited to see them either. No, no. Unless you're that guy who's specifically trying to attract them. And my question for that guy is why? And, yeah, who gives eyeball surgery to kids? Who's tattooing these kids' eyes? Well, whoever it is. <laughs> Dang. They just have principle here. Come on. <laughs> some kind of prank. Kids walking around with colored lenses. Have you noticed a lot of, like, these short, scary films yeah. depicting them? Yeah. Look them up on it's, YouTube. Screen fest. They're big. Don't let them in. Um, yeah, they're... Yeah. yeah. If, they're if you really, want, if you a want really a popular story. It's a popular story, and if you want, like, a theatrical setting for it, look it up on YouTube, guys. Um, it's short, you know, 15... No more than, like, 15-minute little, little film. But... In every good. one of these cases, they they technically, I mean, these were people Sorry who were that. bothered <laughs> by children supposedly needing help. And these people tell the story as a frightening story. At a time, a time they were almost victimized by the supernatural. So that that's how they viewed the whole situation. That's interesting when it's when it's a couple of small children who did nothing but, you know, turn and made the hair on your the back of your neck and your arms stand up. You just have this feeling something's not right. Like, it's and ominous see, and normally in the dark. when they first knock and see them, you don't see their eyes at first. No. Is it until no, they make the initial request? Can yeah, I have a drink of water? Can you let me in? Yeah, and a lot of times they open the door. It's not about whether they open the door. It's about whether they let them pass their threshold. The threshold, that line, that line. Uh, now, what happens? What happens if you but, leave the door open? You know, the old, the old uh, phrase in its entirety is, "Speak of the devil, and he shall appear." Ooh. Mm-hmm. Ooh. So, yeah, try to think too much on these things. Maybe they'll come knocking on your door. That's uh, creepy. What happens if you leave the door open? Is it a like a? Yeah, you're gonna deal with black-eyed kids and, and probably raccoons. <laughs> Don't leave your doors open, guys. <laughs> Lock your doors at night, please. No, For especially your if they're haunted raccoons. Black-eyed raccoons. Yeah, that's that's probably rabies. A fucking Rocco. Yeah, <laughs> had bright red eyes and was foaming at the mouth. Yeah, that attacked. might be a little bit of a different scenario than yeah. like a kid. That was an evil trash panda. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Okay. But yeah, yeah. But, I don't but, know what but, I would do. What would what, you do? What would you do? Knock, knock, knock. It gets more aggressive if you deny letting them in, too. Yeah. They get more, what's the word, agitated? Yeah. Surprise like them off when you surprise say given how popular this story is that there aren't like a thousand phone phone like pieces of evidence like these these little brats are trying to knock on my door. Look oh, at like these. the ring cameras. Yeah, like the new doorbells. And imagine oh that. man, can you imagine seeing that? Look what we found mm-hmm. on the on the next next. There's camera. a suspicious lack of those. People bring their cell phones up. up. People whip their cell phones out at, at a moment's notice now. And like, speaking. oh, I'm talking with police. Better have my cell phone out. But no, there's this demon kid trying to get in. Better have my cell phone out. <laughs> How's that not happening? <laughs> Don't know, man. Maybe maybe it's something about the feeling like, oh, better put the phone yeah. away. They just know when this you're must uh, be important. alone and vulnerable. 
Which is another wonderful thought. Yeah, it's always when you're by yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Or, like, I was... Uh, the, one of my favorite stories was someone who was, like, house-sitting for a couple. And she started freaking out what she was dealing with at night. And the people inside said, oh, with the kids? She said, yeah. And they're, ta- they're on the phone talking. She's freaking out. And she's like, there's little kids. Yeah, the kids don't let them in. Like, oh, what? awesome. Thanks for not letting me know about that. Yeah. <laughs> my, my, my agreement on the pain might have been a little bit different knowing mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> something you probably should disclose. Hey, if you yeah. see black-eyed kids knocking the door, ignore them. Don't, and don't trust the black-eyed uh, pizza guys either. They've tried that one a few times. Yeah. Just fell for whatever, once. I was pretty hungry. Whatever <laughs> shape, shape those little brats are choosing to be in. Now, speaking of, like, ring cameras and stuff, like, that'd be kind of trippy to see that, but, like, baby monitors going off. Mm-hmm. I've, I've seen, I've seen some of those. Some of those videos, they're interesting. Supposedly they're baby camps, all it goes. Yeah. Mm. Well, it's definitely unnerving, the thought of something checking up on your, your kid. Your baby, yeah. 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 At night. You, you see, see the, did you see the one clip that baby, like, gets on the edge of the, like, his crib, yeah. like, perfectly balanced, like, making kind of, like, like I wouldn't call him straight up crying. He like, back down onto it. He seemed to be uh, pretty frightened, like he was being lifted up. Yeah, and like almost like possessed, like like his cry wasn't even like a straight up like it was like some breakup. Yeah, in his cry. I don't know. I don't know how you would engineer that. I'm sure it could be engineered, but the point is, how how much faith do you have in people, and do you believe it when you see someone who who looks actually afraid? You know, and they're telling you these things. It's not like that baby was a trained actor. No. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Stuff to think about, but you know. And you. How would you feel if you were review? If you were away from your house, let's say you had you left your teenager or someone was house sitting, but you still have access, obviously, to your ring camera or whatever. Like someone's at the front door and your phone goes off because hey, there's someone at your door, and you see these spooky kids. Mm-hmm. And what do you do? Like. How come there's no footage of that yet? It's like the whole phone. Those ring security systems are becoming very popular. Mm-hmm. And we've but seen we've see, seen we've seen package thieves on them. We've seen people trying to break an injury. We've seen people even interrupt someone trying to break in and scare the crap out of them. Mm-hmm. But no black eyed kids yet that I've seen. You guys like I said, the idea sleeves. is always that they're alone. They're vulnerable. Their car's broken down and they're on a on a weird road where they should have no children around. Yeah, I know. They're off some county road and some, some kids nowhere. start knocking on, on your car door, asking to come inside your car. I need a ride. Can I call my parents? Yeah. My parents will be here soon. Oh, yeah. Give me your parents' number. And the kids get no, mad instead. And, yeah. Yeah. You start telling them no, and they don't like that. <laughs> heard you can hear their voices in your head. I, mean, I don't know. To me, it sounds like they might be a little bit spoiled. Yeah, I think so. They don't like the answer. Do you know kids and their senses of entitlement? I know. Gosh. Yeah. No, you're not coming to my house. Oh, let's get angry and beat my door down. Mm-hmm. No, you're alone. Well, you guys heard it here. Don't let black-eyed kids in your car or in your house yeah. or anywhere. Do not invite them. Do not call for them. The one guy on YouTube, I don't remember your name, but I don't know why you're trying to attract them. And as many videos as I've seen, I don't know, I'm starting to think yeah. the hoax was. And I heard a, like a tapping or something gently rap, rap, rapping at my chamber door. That's the raven. Yeah. <laughs> Seven the, egg or out. Oh. Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> so... What other what other cases would we talk about like paranormal or supernatural cases involving supposed children? Well, we can kind of migrate this nicely into dolls. The doll, oh, dolls, yeah. Because you know, kids, dolls. 
Well, there are a lot of those. Oh my gosh, the list goes on of haunted dolls, spooky dolls, cursed dolls, you yeah. name it, dolls. Dolls that do everything. Chucky Sanders. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I got a list of, you know, ten reputable or well-known, or I shouldn't say reputable, but like well-known cases of haunted dolls. Yeah, I mean... Harold. Okay, Harold the doll. Harold the doll. Boy, started as a flea market doll, and who he's become. This doll is known to bring sickness to whoever owns it, and you can't typically get rid of it. Yeah, well, apparently, apparently, you, you can try, but you just can't bring yourself to do it. And all it does is bring misfortune on you, but it's you're stuck with it. And that seems to be a common theme amongst uh, these cursed or haunted, possessed dolls. Yeah, yeah, it's a good point because it's like, what what brings someone to I can't get rid of this doll? Yeah. I mean, personal experience. uh, Or they show up on their own. Look what happened with all the owners of Annabelle. They'd toss it away. It would. They would watch it go in a dumpster. It would come back, and you it's would deal with, with an angrier haunting. Oh man, man! Started off, yeah. No yeah. wonder I don't like dolls. Letta, letta to move Ooh. objects around too. Yeah, an old gypsy doll, huh? Eastern European doll. That doll is is over two hundred years old. Oh, it's creepy looking. Oh, yeah. Guys, look up Letta the doll. It's, it's more of a, a marionette. It's, it's a marionette's dummy. But, yeah, same same difference. Bottom line, it's creepy. Yeah, and, I mean, you can, that one supposedly not only curses the men of the house, it also, you can't take it outside because it it, it'll start raining immediately. And it won't stop raining until you put it back inside. So when they it found starts that raining? accident. They found it in a spell box. They found it in a binding spell box. Uh, uh, um, old uh, old gypsies owned it, buried it where it was underneath the house. That was the one they found under the house. Yeah, yeah, and it was because they they were hearing so much so much noise. They called it Letta. Because they would always hear, let me out. Oh, who yeah. just got the chills down their spine? Let me out. Let That's where the out. name comes from. Let me out. Oh, man. Okay, so when it can... rains in your area, you say, who brought let outside? Yeah. Put him away. Yeah. yeah. Except when the rain got out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mario. Day, Sounds like Mario. But please let me out. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Yeah, that one's that one's creepy. Yeah, how about creepy. what? Is it Okiku. Okiku, one that the hair grows on its own and was actually DNA proved to be human hair. Yeah, well, I know they used to do that. When a child would pass on, they would make a doll of their likeness with their own actual hair, and it, it used to be yeah, they they would make often they would make these dolls. Uh, gingerbread coffins to go along with the ceremony oh, of theirs. Oh, oh. Yeah, Can't so... But in this, it wasn't so much a trend in uh, in Japan like it was uh, in Europe and, the, and America. North America. It was a common practice there, but having a, a, a baby pass on and inhabit a doll in, in J- uh, Japan was a rarer occurrence. It's very strange. Uh, that that doll's been around since, what, World War One era? Something like that, yeah. It's been around and it's been growing time. hair the entire time. It's put in a shrine, and its hair is cut. They say like it moves a, on its own, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, Do or you believe that, like, kids that have passed away inherit dolls that are made after them? Uh, I don't know. I, I, I think that I think that sometimes people invite things into objects less than their own pain. I think sometimes it, it backfires on them. Yeah. yeah. Chupa. Ooh, ooh, Mind of her own. 
Just that statement up for a doll. Mind of your own. Ooh. This, this, creepy, creepy. Are you saying this doll that makes rational, its own rational decisions? Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, that's... Uh, a couple of those dolls uh, seem to feel that way. That's another common... And that people seem to make these bargains with the doll. They give the doll space. They give the doll oh, there's a an area that to inhabit, and they, it, they, they, uh, they, yeah. There's a we've got a perfect they example. They regret it. They say, "Hey, you can live in these dolls in this space," and they end up regretting it. There's they, a there's a prime example that coming down the list. We'll get to him in a little bit. Juliet. Yeah. Ooh, her yeah. star right there, huh? Yeah. Yeah, that's another one. Can't get rid of it. We've tried. Yeah. It seems say, to be like the healthy bird, not a healthy bird. Like, you lose a kid, keep a kid. Yeah, yeah. Every generation of the family has, uh, has a, like, each of the women in the family have a healthy boy and a healthy girl. The healthy boy dying tragically within the first two years, like two years. It's about it two years. It's a, typically right around two year mark. Yeah. God, yeah, knowing that curse and being, yeah, you know, I'm pregnant. Oh no. <laughs> you know what that yeah. means in two years? Oh, yeah. Gosh. That's yeah, terrible. that's a that's a that that's a weird story. One of those killer objects that no one can hold. Oh, man, dolls freak me the heck out. Yeah. Now, there's a there's a massive island of the dolls, canals of Mexico City. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that's famous. Yeah, it's a famous one. There's some creepy dolls in that place. Yeah, like all of them. <laughs> it's like, got a creepy doll, bring it down. <laughs> we'll hang it on a tree somewhere. Yeah, that was his... That guy got obsessive. Yeah, that guy who created it. I mean, initially, that was Aztec land. That was part of the, one of the many floating gardens, these man-built islands, one of the floating guardians of the, uh, uh, of, uh, um, the Mexico City Aztecs, right? I, I think that's an interesting thing. That's an interesting to point out too. But a man who, a man who worked the canals, and uh, grew some some crops on the island, uh, talked about how everyone was afraid of the island, so he started he started uh, benefiting because no one would go there. He would uh, make his crops. He would sell them to people. And one time he saw a dead body of this girl on, on his, on his, during his harvest. Saw it in the water, thought that, uh, and came to believe that she was haunting him after he discovered her. What? Right? Right, and that he, he found her doll and he hung it up on the island where she could find it and invited her to have that that doll and since then it, there's been this this huge amount of paranormal incidents upon the doll and the man the man left it became so obsessed like he was he driven by the squirrel to keep getting more and, dolls yeah they, more, that more, was his more. that was his devil's bargain you know more dolls he, That's a very he became place. so ob- obsessed that he left his family. He left his family to fend for themselves, l- lived on the on the island, sold his uh, sold and traded um, with people all the crops that he would make. He would trade them for people bringing him dolls, haunted, non-haunted. Uh, dilapidated dolls, brand new dolls. The money he made went to buying new dolls and toys. It was all about dolls. Yeah. And for years, and people that's say how it went. He was driven by that girl. When, dolls. When, no when, other than that. when his island became more a little bit more popular because of all the, the stories, he ended up deciding that with him and his brother 
were going to sort of run it as a business, but that he was going to leave, and he wasn't going to be in charge of the dolls anymore. His brother found him in that same, that same brook where the little girl's body was found, and they found him drowned in the water. Really? Yeah, that's how he died. That part. That's crazy. Yeah. About him dying in the water? I heard, oh yeah, in the same same area or same spot. Yeah. Then someone was pointing out, how do you drown in that shallow water right there where they yeah. were found? I don't know. Uh, I guess it doesn't take much to drown. Yeah, you hear these, you, there's a lot of videos where little things on the dolls move. They get a lot of uh, EVP, they get a lot of, um, yeah, a lot of activity. Whispering dolls, moving dolls, that kind of thing. Conversations between... Do you see any, like, signs of, like, this was all... Just one big house? Like, it was just set up as an amusement standpoint? The whole, the places run, not for much profit. Um, people go there constantly, but the reports still fly in. No one, no one is in a great mood when they get to that island. That doesn't sound like it. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't sound like, you know, a fun amusement park. Mm-hmm. And there have been a lot of weird occurrences. No, that's just... But is something so is something dolls. real because we believe it, or do we believe it because it's real? It can go either way. Perception. Yeah. Skeptic to deny believers. In always. That's it's gonna skeptics. be back and forth always. Now the next so, doll. Oh, the next doll. This guy's creepy. Robert. Oh yeah. That, Speaking of, the, remember, remember I saw you. A, a, when people make a bargain with the doll, um, well, yeah. through Robert's history, which is pretty elaborate, look him up on YouTube, creepy looking doll. It's in Florida. This, um, this doll will run around. They gave him his own. You up. One of the, 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 the wife of the, you know, the widow, because her husband passed away, who was, you know, one with the doll. He was upset that doll made every decision for this guy. He blamed everything. It was Robert's idea. The, you know, this and that. Everything was tied to Robert. He was very obsessed with this doll. And then he passed away. Obviously, she was left with the doll and stayed in the house. Um, well, when she passed away, they, you know, she she moved out. And on the lease, they decided to run out the property. And they left Robert there. In the lease, it says the upper attic room is for Robert only. Do not go up there. Like specifically yeah, his own pitter, space. Pitter running of, of wooden feet. You can hear stuff moving. You hear fr- stuff rummaging around in that room. He's the real. And they life. find Robert <clears throat> once you know was on one side, and the next time they go, he's on the other he's side the, of the room. He's the real life Pinocchio. He's the real life creepy Pinocchio, or uh, the he actually was the inspiration for Chucky from from a Child's Play. Freaking creepy. Yeah. Now he's and in a museum he in attacks. Florida. He attacks people. He busts out of his displays. At one point, they realized that the doll had been somehow uh, uh, growing pubic hair over a certain time. I'm, that one I've heard. Well, yeah, yeah. But I've also heard like the curator at this museum is at like has to announce herself. All right, I'm coming in to watch the place now. And one time she found like a chair just sitting right in front of Robert's display. Mm-hmm. And people have said they've seen Robert move on his own, like he changes positions. Robert does not like being touched. Um, I guess a photographer wanted to take the hat off him to take a picture. Like as soon as he went to a touch him, like it felt like oh he's alive. And then <laughs> photographers and skeptics end up. He would try to take a picture to apologize. And then he looked at his camera roll. All the pictures are with Robert. I'm like, what? That's, that doll's creepy. That, that doll's over 100 years old. It and is creepy. He's also from the Key West, which is, some believe, to be the most haunted place on the planet. Robert's freaky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was wooden doll. Um, oh, man. Yeah. I don't know what inspires you to, oh, I want this doll. <laughs> yeah. Robert, he, he, Robert's as bad as it gets. People get attacked. They're in the house. They they hear the the little wooden feet running around. 
then they like have a, have a doll attack them in the middle of the night when they can't see a thing only for for your parents to come and the doll is sitting in the corner tending you know? oh man I didn't Stay leave right. him there or in the corner yeah. If you guys are bored and you listen to this, look it up on YouTube. Look up at Robert. Like, just... It's creepy. Like, it is genuinely the creepiest doll. I don't know. It might be even creepier than um, the next on the list. Uh, you're talking... Annabelle. The most famous. Annabelle's probably the most famous haunted doll. Well, not today. Maybe she doesn't deserve to be the most, but... She, she certainly is from the popularity of the, the, the Conjuring franchise. And then the Annabelle movies. Yeah, I think there have been two Annabelle movies and then two, two Conjuring movies that each have... Uh, and you remember the that. Hollywood theatrical version of Annabelle is nothing like the real Annabelle. Annabelle is literally no. a Raggedy Ann doll. Yeah. Not like this creepy like one they portrayed in Hollywood. She's verbatimly a Raggedy Ann doll. In a case... The Warren family has had possession of her, like, in their museum, or whatever they called it. Yeah. I mean, that's how... Yeah, well, this is one that's not supposed to contain a child, but it, but a demon. That's the thing about, different about... Well, Annabelle. demons imitate childs. Who knows how many of these are actually even kids? I mean, yeah. De- I mean, for all we know, it's demons imitating children. That's, that's well stated that's a, in Paranormal, that demons imitate innocent children or yeah, make you feel... That's, that brings me up to this house, though. But I don't want to get into that. Remind me to talk about Sally's house later. So talking about a, a supposed demonic haunting that revolves around uh, pretending to be a little girl. <sighs> yeah, that, one, that one's oh. a weird one. Okay, so we were talking... Oh, that's like the Sally We're talking... House. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. We'll get to that um, in a second. That's yeah, okay, so... Annabelle's... What are some notable Annabelle stuff? Like, you can't get rid of her, no matter how hard you try. She, she likes to scare the living shit out of you and then leave you, leave you a nice note. Help saying me. help me or I'm back when they try and get rid of her or I heard a story like they threw her in a dumpster outside of like a three story building or some shit and by the time they got back up the stairs and brought her in the dumpster she's sitting on the hallway floor saying I'm sorry or something like that yeah. like oh mm. man that that just gives me the chills yeah oh man like I just and it's the not dumpster. It was a, a gift given to a uh, to a nurse, it, a very unassuming kind of doll. You don't look at, at a, a Raggedy Ann doll as sort of evil incarnate, but it's, it tends to give people this impression. It's got that vibe. Uh, yeah. I, 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 somehow, it, somehow this thing, sinister reputation is... is Definitely something sinister about that one. That's not a doll I want to be around, that's for sure. Moves into different places on its own, and that's about to just... You know, I throw you in a dumpster, and like two minutes later you're back at my house, and none of us carry you in yeah. there. How'd you get to the door? Yeah. The, the objects... Uh, how about that doll Mandy? Do you know much about Mandy? Mandy is number one on my list. Yeah, man. Oh, makes crying noises, moves, death is usually associated with this doll. You know, all the usual creeps. Yeah. Mandy's, uh, I think Mandy's on the top of a lot of people's lists, usually right around Robert. Robert, Annabelle, and Mandy would be like a hell of a trio. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I pity the museum. <laughs> yeah, the museum, I would, I would, yeah. I, I don't know if the museum would ever take on that kind of, um, on that kind of persona. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 
So would you like Annabelle, Robert, and Mandy? Yeah. We need them to display for them. Oh, everyone's getting everyone's getting a cursed doll for Christmas for me. <laughs> oh, God. And you get a cursed doll. And you get a cursed doll. Yeah. Oh, and you get a cursed doll. What am I going to do with a cursed doll? Well, you can't get know. rid of it. <laughs> no. It's not a gift you can give back. No, it or it's a gift you. that keeps giving back, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Instead of colds, cursed so, dolls. So it's okay. a surefire way to make someone's life interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this dog will, will kill someone in the family. You're welcome. They're, they're so often, they're a, a, some, a, a person dealing with a lot of grief is inviting energy into an object. Oh, and that's man. a lot of negative energy. That's some bring, bring around sadness and grief, and some, some are much worse. Some bring something more dangerous. Uh, that seems to be the consensus. Um, but imagine if it's, imagine if it's not an object, but the house that the malevolent spirit of what claims to be a girl, like, attacks you. I'm talking, I'm, I'm talking Sally House. What's Go right into Sally House. That that's a creepy house on its own. Like, yeah. Yeah. So many investigations done at this place. Mm-hmm. Some pretty good, some pretty good evidence as well. Lady doing sacrificial ceremonies in the basement. Mm-hmm. Now was she? That house and is, was she inhibiting the activity? Um. That house was around since, since the 1800s, so. and uh, at one point it was a it was a, a local physician and veterinarian's house. Some, some Peter theorized. Jennings is there, the famous psychic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the kind of attention this house is getting because yeah, Sally. One of the most. One of the most famous mediums of all time, Peter Jennings, like he said. He investigated. He determined there to be a few entities in the house, a doctor, a dead little girl, and something much darker. And, I mean, now, you would imagine a, a physician at that time would have a lot of death in his house, in his office. Bottom floor, you used to operate. So, imagine that in that time, the doctor was your your entrance and exit from this world, and that was his house. Apparently, a lot of people believe that the girl was a life lost there. Others that all the loss drew something dark into the place. And some people... What about the circle of dolls? I've yeah, seen this on a few shows, like, mm-hmm. dog get knocked over, or you, it'd be, you, they'd they come would, find a stuffed animals in a circle, and they put it back, and, like, one would be out of place again. Mm-hmm. So another one of those objects. Uh, little, little kid's game of Duck, Duck, Goose. Maybe. Yeah, where the toys get moved around. We go around the rest. <laughs> That doesn't instill fear, but that there's been a lot of investigations. You've seen like scratches getting formed on camera. Yeah. Now is you know skepto it's some sort of skin. Yeah, I. Dervish. That's interesting. That's interesting. We talk about. I. It's called a um, dermatographia, and that is a a person who either from stress or from an allergen or an infection causes uh, little scratches and uh, movements on your skin to create large welts. People with this ability are are able to to write with their just fingernails on their own skin and have it come up as, as 
blistered welts from from all appearances. Or now, from the stuff hives. we've seen, that explain the letters getting written. Yeah. How do you write down on your back? How yeah. on camera you see it visualized, but they didn't scratch themselves, and they don't yeah. have that condition per se. No. It doesn't just randomly appear like, oh, yeah. now I have it. And I've I've been what I've thought to be scratched in a super natural matter, and I do not have this skin disorder. Same. Yeah, it's dermatographia, and yeah, I think I could be behind a whole lot in some exorcism with someone who's epileptic, and the priest, one of the proofs is press a, a cross on them, and it appears to create welts or blisters from where it touches. That's that's one thing, but yeah, um, that's just, that's that doesn't that doesn't cover all these. Yeah, uh, no, there's a lot of yeah, it doesn't yeah, quite yeah. fall into that category. Yeah, yeah, it's just that's definitely a scary case because it's so violent, and so uh, so much of the violence is is directed against the, the one person in the house, the male, the man of the married couple. The, the guy in that house, the husband, well, I forgot the name of the word, but... I want to say his name was Rick or Peter, something. Peter, or it was Peter, I don't remember his last name. But I know they went back to the house and he, like, basically instantly, like, got burned in the back like that. There was some sort of vendetta with that guy and that spirit. He said. He said that. He said that. Uh, um, in his own words, he said that when uh, Sally was was victimizing him the most often, he had he had dreams and murderous thoughts towards his own wife. Yeah, urges. He said that he was going to. He was. He was planning on cutting her throat. One of the last times that Sally attacked him. Oh. So. But you never had to be out of that house. Yeah, absolutely. But they got so much good evidence. They would direct Sally to touch his arm, and they would they would watch as the the temperature in that area dropped twenty degrees in a matter of seconds, as it would touch his arm. He would talk about feeling the burning sensation that would end up having scratches appear on. And they, they would appear so intelligent in front responses. of everyone. Yeah. Intelligent responses. Oh yeah, back in the day, this was this was a multi-million dollar investigation from from uh, um, sightings. One of the biggest paranormal shows of all times. And a multi-million dollar investigation, those just don't happen. Not in that era. Not with that well, kind gosh, of money. Oh, gosh, not even close. Back that era, was probably very much subjective. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, I bet you there's more believers now than there was then. Um, yeah. You know, that aspect, it definitely would be a multi-million investigation in that time. That'd be pretty much unheard of. Um, but yeah, that's a creepy house. Atkinson. Yeah. Yeah, Atkinson, Kansas. Woo! It's a very old house, too. You know, if the walls could speak, all these ones kind of do. <laughs> a lot of history behind these items. Okay, uh, yeah, so we were talking about haunted dolls. We've talked objects. about some cursed dolls. What other kind of cursed objects? I've been reading about that's an interesting tangent to go on cursed or haunted objects yeah well let me I'll give you guys a little personal story um yeah you know which you guys want to believe it or not I mean this is what we experienced and do you do you remember the my brother's talking barbecue were you around at that right next door but remember that green and yellow barbecue Talk that was in the at the time of our play, playroom or the toy room. It's now my mom's sewing room. Mm. Uh, anyways, my brother had this talking play barbecue. You know, we'd be like, fire up the grill, let's cook some hot dogs, you know, shit like that. Well, 
here in southern Arizona, we got this massive monsoon storm, which, you know, they do say storms bring energy, you know, move, you know, stuff like that brings paranormal energy. We lose power to the house. And, you know, it's late. We got no power, which means there's no air conditioning, which means we're all up, it's humid because of the monsoon rains. It's miserable. We're all in the living room. Basic candlelit. Our front door is open because we're just listening to the random thunder at this point because, you know, that's all we can do. In the background, you hear my brother's toy. No one's in the toy. We're all in the living room. We hear his toy. Fire up the grill. What the heck? What's setting off this toy? We're all in the living room. You know, maybe lightning. This and that. You know, okay. It gets really weird. It won't freaking shut up. Fire up and like it's freaking three in the morning. It's storming. This thing's ready to cook. Just some sort of scent. Just yeah, some sort of sensor that is getting triggered repeatedly. Yeah. Yeah. We thought maybe that. So what do we do next? We take the batteries out of the thing because we're just that's how well, tired we are of hearing this thing. Well, electrical equipment can still hold the charge. Mm. At least for a point of time. Oh yeah. No, we took the batteries out. Went quiet for a while. Then it was. Like in a freaky fire. What the hell? We threw that thing in the rain and it never came back inside. Matter of fact, I think Goodwill ended up picking it up at some point. So if someone got that 12 years back and you had similar experiences, I'm sorry. We threw it in the rain. It was creepy. Because, um, you know, we pulled the batteries out and, like, you know, we pushed the buttons. Obviously, it didn't do anything. And then, we left it in the room with the batteries out and did that like demonic sounding voice well after trying to try out the toy you know like, yeah the battery's dead it should, be, it should be quiet now you walk away from it and it goes off you know we just threw the thing we threw the thing outside in the rain I mean, we were, we, at that point we were just done with it like nope that we don't need to be any part of that but cursed objects oh man yeah, there's a lot of those. Boxes. What is that box called? The Dybbuk boxes? Yeah. Well, that's sort of supposed to be like a, a repository for a demon, kind of like a, a, a genie's lamp or a gin's lamp. Maybe you don't want to open those? No. Perhaps? No, it's said that you're not supposed to. Definitely not. And basically, that's the entire... It took it took a lot of holy men to trap the dibic, the demon, inside the the repository, and if you open it, you're setting it loose on yourself. But it also they also say that like misfortune, it, stick to these things like 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 fly on shit, you know. That that they tend to draw uh, draw accidents to them. And the people around deal with some emotional side uh, side effects from being close to the thing. So, what are some big cursed objects? James Dean's porch. Yeah, James Dean's porch. Yeah, little bastard. Most anyone who touched any part of that thing ended up with some sort of injury, death. injury or death. Yeah. Even the wreckage if you tore the right would not stay on a tow trailer. Like it always fall off. Obi-Wan, Alec Guinness, got, got taken for a ride in it and told, told uh, James Dean that within a week, if you, if, you, if you drive that car within a week, you're going to be found dead in it. Sure as shit. Yeah. Seven days later. Horrific, horrific accident. Yeah. You think we uh, was it the car? A gruesome, gruesome accident. And it doesn't just link specifically to the car as a whole. Like people would take parts off that car. Swallowed his windshield. Yeah, it's not a good way to go. Oh no. Yeah. Uh, parts off this car brought pain, misfortune, injury. Some people stole the tires off it, blew out, swore them off the road. Yeah, yeah. People who are towing it die. Warehouses that house it. Burned down. The California Highway Patrol Department held it in the garage. The garage caught on fire. The only thing that remained, like, stood was the freaking car. 
That's that's common in these cases, it seems, right? The doll survives the fire. The car survives the, the chair. fire. The yeah. chair. The chair. We have a chair. There's also... Yeah. What brings these energies to these objects? Gosh, they might seem old to innocent chair. Yeah. You sit in it, you die. Everyone who ever sat in it. Died. And we're not talking, like, well, everyone dies, and we're talking, like, horrific, sudden, sad, like, unexpected, not, mm-hmm. like, died of natural, I'm sitting on this couch, I'm gonna die someday. That, that, that's a similar case with the Hope Diamond, too. Oh, yeah. Everyone who's died. ever tried to steal or buy that thing has died. So, uh, since it was snuck out of... How far back do these curses go? Well, like, are they some set of these up, cases are, just, are some of these items are chosen. old. Some of these items, 18th century. <laughs> some are way older. They're said to be the, the curses of the of the pharaohs. There's the curse of, um, yeah, Tutankhamun's tomb. Certain certain places are just thought to to basically hold on to a lot of paranormal energy. And, and these oh, I things, got this nice diamond, mm-hmm. and then he died. Yeah. Yeah, you'd think more people would want to purchase or show off a diamond larger than a walnut. But people will dodge this thing like it, like it gives cancer, you know? Because it probably does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people, people die by the How do these curses come across these objects? Are they put on this object? Or is it some, a demon choosing some, that object? Some, it's, it seems to be negative energy because of whatever the doll was around. Sometimes it seems to be the area or the item sort of possessed. Um, Is anybody in the audience's hairs like standing up yet? Like, because I got the chills. Mm-hmm. Think about creepy dog, or creepy dolls, not dogs. Mm-hmm. There's some creepy dogs. Mm-hmm. A, a, <laughs> uh, a diamond stolen from uh, uh, an old temple and that sounds like straight up Indian yeah. Jones crap. Yeah, absolutely, it is. It seems like something that would be in that one warehouse with the, with the uh, Ark of the Covenant. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. the Hope Diamond. Oh man. Cause yeah, it was stolen first, and then every time it was bought or sold, even to royalty, that person and people around him would meet their end. It's not like you know that when you pick up the item, you know. Wasn't it the first one with the Hope Diamond was a Hindu priest? Mm-hmm. Steals his diamond? Like, wait, did I hear Hindu priest thief? All in the same sentence? Yeah, there's... Was that there the, is that one, too. The, the sofa, the, what, a, what the, the sapphire that what, what turned out to just be, like, a kind of moonstone. Yeah, like a gemstone. Not even a real diamond, it's like a gemstone. Yeah. Yeah. That's on display somewhere still, too. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the only way it's not out there causing mayhem, I think. Let's say you look at it and, like, admire it, or, like, what if it's just the desire of wanting it? Mm-hmm. Do you think that would bring on a curse? I don't know. Or do you have to physically hold an object and own it? Now, what if you just held it and put it back? Like, you don't take ownership of it. You're just like, oh, that's... Well, that's an interesting... That's an interesting thing that tends to happen at a lot of these places. Um, They take something from the cursed area, and then they end up feeling they they have to take it back. People would do that when they would try and steal a little doll from the Island of the Dolls. Yeah. You would find... They would, they would have stuff FedEx to the marina, dolls being returned by people who had stolen them with long apologies and tales of, of, um, of like, their misfortune since they did so. 
Because, um, you know, that's what I'd want to own, was a little doll from my doll. Near where we are, we got... That logical. Near where we are, we're sort of smack in between um, Casa Grande and Sabino Canyon, both of which have people who try and take from sake is uh, take rocks, things from sacred land yeah. m- landmarks. The rocks at yeah. Gettysburg. Yeah, they get Being returned cursed. back. They get returned back by the people who take take a souvenir. Uh, the petrified forest, mm-hmm. another case. You take a piece of petrified wood from the petrified forest and you return it, even though it's that stuff's worth like four bucks a pound. Petrified wood. Is it worth the curse? Apparently not. Apparently not. Because people take the wood and send it right back with their apologies. I'd like to know what happened after that to the people, with the people. Yeah, no, what's the fault? If it Did lifted, it it, if it sort of lifted, or if uh, they're just dealing with the curse now. You guys, does the curse stick with you even if you don't have the object? My next question is, what if you're like a museum handler? Like if there was that vase, or that weird looking vase, whatever it's called, like, shouldn't be moved anymore. So oh, the, sil- the big silver urn? Yeah, yeah. And they, they bury the silver urn where it can't be found. But I'm just talking like in general, like what if you're not the specific owner of that object? Yeah. So you get cursed if you just handle it. Well, people tend to, people tend to uh, write back and apologize for taking pictures of Robert. Robert doesn't seem to let you take pictures either. If he doesn't want to, otherwise that's all or you he get. Or floods your film roll full of Robert pictures. Uh-huh. Oh, that'd be creepy. And other well, unexplainable pictures. Robert, 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 like Robert, Robert, Robert. With, <laughs> a, with what seems to be a child next to him. Very unhappy. Oh, very unhappy child. The 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 crying boy. The crying boy picture. Yeah. That's that's. Doesn't catch fire. Like it houses burn and like it still survives. Like people that just have uh, Xerox copies of this painting. They have them in in twenty dollar frames, and their houses burn down in in mysterious fashions. And the one thing uncharred is, is the, the crying boy. Oh my. Gosh. Yeah. What? Oh, what causes that? I what, don't know. what curses these objects? I, I think that's the biggest. Yeah, I don't know. Is it is it a residue from huge amounts of of emotion and stress on a place and time? Is it a mark so sort of left onto it? To the object? Yeah, but what like brings that kind people, of power, people, this person was murdered on this. Now, they're... Or, or they, Don't sit in my chair or else. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the chair. guy that hung, the last thing he said is, like, if anyone sits in this chair, is going to have a, you know, yeah. pull on death or, you know... What was that chair's name? Where, where was that? Oh, uh, was that chair? It's like hanging by the air so we could sit in it now. What is that chair's name? Uh, yeah, nowadays they have it suspended so no one, no one can, sit, can on sit on the chair that everyone who sat on it has died in. Okay, let me see. Oh, the Busby Stoop the chair. The Busby Stoop chair. Yeah. Dead man's chair. is a haunted oak chair that was cursed by the murderer, murderer Thomas Busby before his execution by hanging in 1702 in North Yorkshire. He killed his own father-in-law for sitting in his favorite chair. 1702. Yeah, yeah. What kind of stuff is going on, going down in 1702? Over three freaking centuries of people, and three centuries worth of people, everyone who sits in it dies. Dies. Just, yeah, I mean, well, naturally, anyone who sat in it through those centuries is dead because yeah. people die of old age. But they weren't like normal deaths. Natural deaths, no. They weren't like we would consider, like, oh, he died of natural old age mm-hmm. or old. No, it's always like horrific and like scary and sad and like mm-hmm. this guy was very serious about his chair. Yeah. But what was that guy? How, how was he able to do that? Is it him doing the killing? Like, is he sticking around this chair and it's just committing these deaths? 
being so attached father, to him. Why not? That was the people. What drove him to murder his father-in-law for sitting in his chair? And then, sure. why did he say that chair was his last wish? He wants to go sit in his chair and then curse it, saying no one else is allowed to sit in my Eat chair. Eat his last meal or they're on going his to first die. chair. And then after that, like, if it was out of the chair, it was a, gosh. Well, that's what he threatened. He said, anyone who sits on this chair is going to die. Yeah, quotation, that like, oh, man. Oh, so man. what was the chair bad before that? Was it made out of cursed wood from a cursed house? <laughs> I don't know. Or a petrified wood? Who knows? <laughs> it says oak chair, but maybe it's petrified wood? Maybe it's petrified <laughs> hmm. yeah. Questions that you have? Well, the people who, who steal from wood from that forest are petrified. I'll tell you what. The terracotta <laughs> army. That's Ooh, another yeah, one. That's another one. And Anyone who chips. Yeah, if they chip, if they're running tests on these thousand uniform soldiers made of 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 scale, you know, of terracotta. This. All these amazing terracotta sculptures. You scratch one of them, and and it's your doom. It's oh, another famous one. That's another one, yeah. But man, it seems like we're what definitely. What about the one gonna... they, they, you know, they found the murdered body of like a four thousand year old guy? <laughs> oh, the Ice Man. The Ice Man, and like yeah. the guy that carried him, brain cancer. They got the forensic pathologist. Died. You physically touched him with his bare hands because why would you want to do that in the freaking first place? I don't know, especially if you were a forensic scientist of some sort. Yeah, maybe wear gloves. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, you would have thought that would have been like a. Yeah. Oopsie! 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 Yeah. I think they're saying we found Oopsie. That was an Oopsie. The ice, the <laughs> ice mummy. But. Not it's not just this one. Apparently, there's a uh, a ice age child that's also been found that has a similar sort of um, haunting to it. But yeah, everyone who worked on, on or around Utsi, a a ice man who was found to have been murdered uh, by the people studying. Arrow to the back. They thought it was initially. They thought it was. A, a body killed in, in a recent war until they realized that it was in fact a mummy from 4,000 years ago. And that this person had been shot in the back with an arrow, had his skull caved in, and then he was castrated. Then left in in, in a, a frozen cocoon. And that doesn't leave a dark negative energy. Yeah, <laughs> since it's been uncovered, it's been nothing but bad. Like one of, like, like Letta the doll underneath the house. They once found it. They once, found once it. they open that dibbit box, yeah. you can't, you can't, you Free can't, ceiling. yeah, yeah. It's, once it's you open up that damage, the damage is done. Mm-hmm. They found Ootsie and found out it was a whoops. <laughs> you you punning maniac here. But yeah, let us know. Let us know. If there are any other uh, cursed objects that you guys you'd like to. Over a cursed object. How did you guys get a hold of it? Uh, like what have you heard? What have you heard about these these objects? These these occurrences? These places? And uh, let us know if you have a have a good. Uh, Black-eyed kids' story that you've heard, Ooh. or yes—I mean, I'd even—I'd like to hear something more substantial than a, you know, creepy pastas. You know? Yeah, yeah. We want we want to hear from the audience. Yeah. We want to hear? Yeah. Next time we want to uh, try and get into some ideas on paranormal um, uh, vortexes as well as um, as alternate dimensions. Parallel yeah. universes, reincarnations. Yeah. Um, that will probably be in our parallel, next episode too. So parallel lives as well as parallel uh, yeah. universes. Yeah. 
Are so you yeah, multiple lives? lives? <laughs> Are dreams uh, a way of seeing your ultimate realities? Can I, yeah, feel free. Let us know. I mean, both of you that might be listening. <laughs> or three of you probably know. Yeah. Wherever this signal goes. Yeah. That will be our next episode. So look forward to that. Um, for now, we're going to wrap today's episode off. You know, we talked about black-eyed kids. We talked about spooky, scary dolls, haunted dolls, cursed objects, Sally House. And if you guys have more information on Sally House, too, or any insights on that, send it our way. We want to hear more. Um, but thanks again for listening. This is Fear in the Southwest podcast. Uh, moving forward for our next episode.